Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. U.S. stocks finished at their highest levels in nearly three months overnight amid signs that consumer confidence is rebounding. The Dow jumped 2%, the S&P 500 rose about one and a quarter percent while the tech-heavy Nasdaq finished relatively flat. Finance and industrial counters led the way. Airlines were also big winners as traders welcomed data showing a pickup in air travel over the recent Memorial Day long weekend. Here in Asia though, stocks are trading lower and Amidst rising U.S.-China tensions, joining me now for a closer look at all this, as well as a closer look at Singapore's latest supplementary budget, is Desmond Leong. He's a market analyst at Axie Corp. Good morning, Desmond. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Great to have you with us. All right, Desmond, Singapore facing its worst economic contraction since independence. Yesterday, the government announced the economy could shrink as much as 7% this year. The government appears to be tackling the problem head on. It's unveiled a $33 billion plan, the fourth supplementary budget in two months, which it says will create 95,000 jobs and training places. I'm going to repeat the size of the new budget, $33 billion, because it is significantly larger than the last two supplementary plans, about six to eight times larger, in fact. So, Desmond, let's start with your top-line reaction. Do you think that this plan will help Singapore cut short or at least temper the economic downturn? I think Singapore probably will not. The, the main reason for that is because our economy is mainly driven by exports in electronic manufacturing, machinery, financial services, and tourism sectors, you know. So, this, this budget, even though it might seem like a, you know, it's a short-term perk, right? Mm-hmm. we think that the market won't, as reality kind of hits, we realise that there isn't that much upside to it, at least in the short term. All right, let's segue now to the States, where the Dow and the S&P 500 both climbed above psychologically important thresholds overnight. Before falling back, the S&P 500 topped the 3,000 mark. The Dow spent much of the day above 25,000. Both indices finished uh, shy of those levels. Investors seem to be looking past the rise in COVID-19 cases, focusing on the positive instead. The Trump administration, meanwhile, is crowing that third quarter growth could be the best that the country has ever seen. Though, of course, that would be coming off a significantly lower base. So, Desmond, what is your take on U.S. stocks and in particular, are there sectors that you are particularly bullish on? All right, so I think um, it, it's, it's hard to, especially with some of the news that the Trump administration um, um, announced overnight um, with regards to the China, uh, you know, China Hong Kong kind of tensions, right? There, there, there's, there seems to be a case where, you know, um, the U.S. market, they are for, they're, they're trying so hard, they're trying so hard to, to look past um, you know, look past, uh, you know, to, to be optimistic about the market. But at the same time, there is this, there's this big, um, there is this big um, bearish pressure that's coming from uh, the tensions with, between the U.S. and China and Hong Kong. And that was actually one of the main reasons why um, the, the market did um, dip uh, towards the end of the day, right? Um, and in, um, just expanding on that a little bit more, it's because the Trump administration was weighing whether to declare, you know, the former, um, 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 they, basically Donald Trump mentioned that you are going to do something now, later this week. And um, the, the stocks that are very affected by that in the S&P will be the main uh, tech stocks, mm-hmm. right? And that caused the, that, that kind of just curbed the optimism that the, the, the U.S. market was having. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So right now, sorry, I'm just, <laughs> just digressing a bit. Right. Um, I think there. Um, one thing we need to take note of is optimism versus reality. Right. So right now, the, the U.S. markets are very optimistic. Right. Everyone is thinking that okay, you know, the economies are going to reopen. You know, the stocks. You know, um, you know, business is gonna. You know, uh, you know, pick up. But that is all based on optimism now, because once the economy reopens, right, you're gonna see the number of cases right you're going to see a number of deaths increase right and that is where reality will hit you right and when reality hits right it hits hard right and we're expecting that um at least um at least in the short term right with all this optimism it's gonna you know it's gonna be nudging the u.s market up a little bit uh, bit by bit right but when reality hits that's where you know uh, as we can tell reality hits much harder um than than optimism allows you to climb Mm. Uh, uh, just, just one last point. Um, you asked me on, on on particular sectors which I might be bullish or bearish on. Yep. Um, I, I like to kind of uh, separate it into the the, the should have and and the should not have. Right? Okay. So the the yeah the, the the sectors which I would definitely avoid would be the airline uh, airline industry, the cruise, the hotels, the tourism, right? Because um, that is just that's just too many moving factors affecting that, right? And a lot of it is driven on optimism. A lot of it is driven on optimism, and then they get hit by reality. Um, um, from a, a little bit, from in, in some sense, I would also avoid the banks, right? And 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 the reason for that is because banks are kind of under pressure right now to be to uh, to lend to uh, to to companies who are affected by the uh, by the pandemic, right? So. That it's not business as usual for them, so I kind of stay away from them, mm-hmm. right? But if I do have to pick, if I do have to pick uh, a stock which is within the which, which is within this um, should not have list, I will look for something which is the best in breed, you know, the the, the strongest, the most resilient, right? Um, and now, now down to the now uh, now back to what I would the sectors which I would be considering is definitely the technology sector. Right. The reason for that is because um, they are able to maneuver much faster. They are more agile, right? They are able to pivot much faster than than, than something like a cruise uh, industry or airline industry, as you can tell, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> long answer to a short question. No, that's great. It's great to have the detail. So here in Asia, Desmond, stocks are not taking their cue from Wall Street today. Sydney was down more than one percent in early trade. Tokyo and Seoul were trading lower as well. What is moving markets in Asia? I think uh, a large part of it is that, that there is this overarching kind of um, bearish pressure um, tension from the U.S., China, Hong Kong. Um, um, you know, this, this, I wouldn't call it a conflict, but, but there is that, that big hoo-ha that's happening there. So I think a lot of the optimism is, um, is kept. And at the same time, um, we, we, we tend, I feel like we tend to see things from a more realistic point of view. Right. Um, for example, something along the lines of the of um, of a potential vaccine. Right. Um, there, are, there are many reports out there. Right. That a vaccine is not as easily created. Right. Uh, and, and this is coming from from companies who, who actually created the vaccine of Ebola. Right. They say that they they have a, a basis. Um, they have a basis for being so pessimistic about the vaccine. Right. And. And it is not because they just want to be, you know, like party poopers, right? And, and just and just put a damp on all the optimism. They, they are, you know, they have real founded 
basis to be uh, to say that from a, from an international kind of level, vaccinating the whole world, right, mm-hmm. is nowhere going to be as as uh, as easy as it seems. So, uh, what, what I realize is that a lot of the a lot of the markets, right, they, they they like to pick up they like to pick up the the good news and kind of you know. Uh, especially during these times, you like to you know, kind of focus on the good news and, and not uh, anyone who you know who's a little pessimistic, they'll, they'll just uh, shrug them aside. But yeah. you know that is the truth, and, and I think yeah, that the markets tend to um, we tend to be a little bit more realistic about it. Okay, well, thank you for a very heavy dose of reality this morning, Desmond. <laughs> Before I let you go, come on, let's check in on the local market. How are Singapore stocks reacting to the new Fortitude budget? Do you think? Um, I'm like I mentioned uh, previously, right? Uh, I don't think it will be uh, will be affected that much because a large part of how the Singapore stocks, the SCI, is gonna is gonna move is really dependent on uh, as, on a lot of the other global indices, right? Particularly, you know, the S and P, right? And even though the S and P, you know, in the short term, there you know, there's a little bit of optimi- optimism. We're not expecting the SCI to uh, to to kind of take after it. Because um, they, um, what's the word for it? They, we, let's just say we are, we are not too, we are pretty bearish. You know, we we, we kept our optimism on the S and P, mm-hmm. and so at the same time for for the SDI, right? Looking at the rest of the looking at the rest of the world, all the other economies out there, we're not going to. If you think about it, the the main things that drive the Singapore economy, stuff like um, especially tourism. We're not going to open the. <laughs> we're not going to be welcoming visitors, right, tourists, anytime soon, right? You know, mm-hmm. at the meantime, we're, we're kind of just taking care of the people in Singapore, right? By talking about what really would drive a, a strong recovery in in the economy, right? Um, you know, I, I don't think we are. We should be seeing that anytime soon. Wow, we're going to need fortitude more than ever, hey, Desmond. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us. Desmond Leong, market analyst at Axie Corp. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.